The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is written in the law of the Lord. For every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he could not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for the glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed by, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phineal, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. asked you a question this morning. Is it important to show up? Is it important to show up? Well, you know, tonight or this afternoon down in Miami, I suppose that a few people could not show up and there'd be other people who would be delighted because they'd have a little bit more elbow room. 
On the other hand, what if nobody showed up to the Super Bowl? That wouldn't be nearly as much fun as all the people that are heading down there. Because obviously they're going to the game because they want people around them. I was listening to this one man this morning just briefly and his, his claim to fame, and I loved it. He said, I don't care. I want, well, I want them to win, but I don't care because I'm the first person in my family that's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was what was important to him. But if you're having a family dinner and you're honoring somebody and one of the members of the family that is just tight family, they call right before dinner and they say, oh gosh, I got a toothache and I'm not going to be able to make it. You know, in that very moment, it can almost feel like, depending on who it is, that the whole party just collapsed because we were looking forward to everybody being there. We wanted the whole bunch there. And even just one people, even if it was 15 that were coming, can just leave such a hole in that group. So, on the other hand, if you have been in a traffic incident and you have to go to court and you're sitting there all nervous and everything's going on and you're all feeling like you're going to make it okay, it's going to be all right, and then when your case gets called, they discover that the police officer who made the ticket or gave you the ticket or did whatever didn't show, and your case gets dismissed. That's one of those times when you're really happy somebody doesn't show up. So it can go either way. Let's look at this one this morning and see what we might think. Mary and Joseph made some decisions in their lives, early in their marriage, obviously. One of the things they decided was to be faithful, kind of important. They decided to show up for the census. The census was called, just like we're coming up on a census. Joseph knew this was not the best time to go trucking off to Jerusalem so he could register where he was supposed to register. It would have been easier just to have stayed home and ignored it. But that wasn't what he did. He showed up. And Mary showed up with him, despite all they had to do to get there. And let's, as long as we're going down this path, let's just remember for a moment, there was no 7-Elevens. Matter of fact, I don't think there are any of those anymore anyway, are there? Oh, well. There were no, there were no gas, there was no racetrack gas stations around. There was no restrooms. There were no little diners or Mickey D's. You know, they were on their own. And if you ever look at a map of the Holy Land, it doesn't look like such a long trip from where they were to where they had to go. But think about it. They had a donkey at best and a very, very pregnant woman. But they went. They made what was for them a long journey. Eight days after Jesus' birth, they showed up again. They showed up 
for him to be named, for the rite of circumcision to be done. In the first case, they were following the law of Rome. In the second case, they were following the law of God. And again, we can't assume that it was just easy for them to do that. I mean, they had things to be concerned about. There was a carpenter's shop to get back to, a little baby they deal with. But they did it. And now we've come to 40 days after Christmas. And one more time, they're going to show up. This time for two different reasons. One is that because this is the firstborn son, the law, the Jewish law code says that you will present that child in the temple for, to be redeemed, given to God and redeemed back. The other part was it was 40 days and therefore Mary could go through the rite of purification so that she would be able to go back and worship in the synagogue and do those things that she'd been doing. But she couldn't do that on those first 40 days. So again, but this time they showed up because of the laws of their faith, the Jewish laws. This is the home that Jesus was raised in. He was raised in a home where people paid attention to the laws of the state or the nation and to the laws of God. Now imagine what could have happened or would have happened if Jesus had not been presented that day in the temple. Luke wants us to know that. He wants us to understand what it is, how important it is that God's laws be carried out in this way and that people show up. What would have happened if they hadn't? Simeon had been looking for the Lord. Simeon had been spending his days and his nights his years, some say his decades, some even go so far as to say centuries, this man was looking for the Savior. He had been promised that he would not die until his eyes had seen the Savior. That was his hope. That was sort of the driving force in his life that he would know he would know in his heart and proclaim to the world when he'd seen Jesus. And when he went this day, he sensed, whether he sensed it by seeing or if he sensed it from within or however it is that each of us does that sort of sensing, when we know we're in the presence of the holy, Simeon knew that this mom and dad were not just bringing any child. They were bringing the salvation of Israel into that place to be blessed and acknowledged. And Simeon came forth with what I imagine would have been a, a song uttered in some deep, rustic voice 
And he says, My eyes have seen the Savior whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations. My people, Israel, my eyes have seen the Savior whom you have prepared for all the world to see. Do you think maybe Mary and Joseph were excited that Simeon showed up that day and gave them that blessing? Even though he, Simeon would later in that part say, this child will change a lot in this world, and this child, because of his life and his teaching, will pierce you in the heart. I wonder if she thought about that. That day, she stood with some other women and staring up at that cross where her son was hanging. I wonder if those words from Simeon did not come back to her as blessing because she would know this is of God and that Jesus followed the path that had been predicted for him, that had been prophesied for him long time ago. That didn't just happen. It happened because Mary and Joseph showed up. It happened because Simeon showed up. It happened because this prophetess, a widowed woman who apparently probably did not have any source of support, and she lived in the temple fasting and praying, and she had tuned herself so much to the holy that when Jesus was presented, she knew it. That may seem odd to us. But don't we know sometimes when we're in the presence of the holy? It doesn't necessarily happen in a church. Sometimes it can happen on a mountain somewhere or looking at the mountains. I've known people who just practically became unglued in a good way looking at the beauty of a garden. They just saw God in it and they felt touched by what they saw. Or a child that's being caressed by his daddy or his mother, unaware that anybody is looking, can be one of those moments that is so holy, you just stop and look. I've been with a husband who sat by his wife's bedside while she was dying, and he would sit there, and his gnarled hands would go and pull up the sheet as if to hold her back from the cold of death. It was so intimate. It was so loving. It was so touching and holy that my instinct was to look away because it was too dear to watch. He showed up. 
he showed up and he sat and he affected me deeply even to this day. You see kind of guys where I'm going? You and I had this opportunity to show up. To show up with a meal for somebody that needs one. When we walk in the door with that casserole and we greet either someone that's helping the patient or the patient themselves, we have walked in with Eucharist. It's a gift. And when it's broken and shared, it's Christ in the presence. Because we are God's people. And when we do that kind of thing because we are God's people, it becomes holy. It's a beautiful thing. When those of you who visit in the nursing homes go, you're showing up. Many of you go and the person that you're talking to doesn't really even know what's going on and probably could not even call your name. But you showed up and you greeted them and you touched them and you ask about them and it matters and it's a holy moment. There are a lot of people in this world whose egos are so big we don't know what to do with them. But sometimes we don't allow ourselves to accept this incredible responsibility, opportunity that we have to show up, to show up with ourselves, to show up with the love of God, and to be with somebody. How many times do you think that after you've come and been present, the person you went to see has said, gee, that felt like a gift from God to have them come today. Simeon felt the presence of Jesus. When you and I feel that presence and we react and we respond and we go forth to serve, we don't know if and when the person or the cause or the group we've gone to will not in their own way and in their own words say, my eyes have seen the Savior. If you've prepared for all the world to see. Let us be joyful. Let us be overjoyed that God has said to us, you are my presence in this world. Show up. Show up. Show up. Amen.